What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. How is it going, guys? And do we have any big weekend claims to fame? Well, I'm, I'm just going to grab it because I was in, I was in Las Vegas. Just grab it. Just Why grab not? It. That's, that's the weekend claim to fame. Um... Vegas, baby. That's- and I wish I'd stayed one more day. Yeah? I feel like that. One more day. Yeah. Even though yesterday I was sitting at the Wizard of Oz with my dear friend Sherlyn playing side by side. And I was having a burn, uh, you know, the machine burnout. I'd clung, 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 you know, I was, I was just like, okay. But I could have just like had a pool day. A, one more full pool day because Friday was... Windy in Las Vegas, (laughs) which is never fun. But we went to the B-52s at the Venetian. Absolute blast. Cindy, Kate, and Fred sound in great voice. I mean, you forget how many of the songs they make with sounds, their voices. Yes. And Cindy can sing like Dusty Springfield. It was fun. And it was a rowdy crowd at the Venetian. And they had this really fun DJ for a half hour named DJ Cumberbun, and he does mashups. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I do too. he does mashups using the video from the '80s, and of course, B52s, big '80s band, yes. blah blah blah. So taking the video and mashing up the song, like uh, for example, he mashed up. Freddie Mercury in a pair of nice, tight, white shorts singing. um, Let me see. I tell you, um, another one bites the dust. Maybe you can find it. I'm looking for something. And then Hot in Here by Nelly. Oh. And he rolls the two tapes together and the songs. That got everyone so jazzed because he was just taking the best of. Yeah. Kind of 80s and some 90s songs. With- I'm seeing Nelly at, at Hinkley Grand Casino yeah. in July. Oh, it's going to be a blast. But, you know, Freddie oh, yeah, Mercury, yep. you know, it was a video from something. He's got little white shorts so, on. So and- before the show, they had a video screen up there. So the DJ's And then the spinning. DJ's standing there with a, with a terribly fake wig and big sunglasses and this bedazzled, because it's Vegas, yeah. jacket. And the crowd... Is getting pumped up waiting yeah. for the B fifty twos. You got it. I got it. This is so cool. And the video, like you said, it's it's a complete real mashup of Freddie Mercury footage in a live concert and the video from Hot in Here with Nelly. But this is a this is a great combo. Listen. Yeah. To and so that got the crowd like so pumped up. You know, and only Wait. in Vegas have I ever seen like a fun yeah. DJ set be the opening. Oh the- no, we've seen it at 
XL. Yeah, I know, but I mean, with the video, the way the mashup, it was clever. Yeah, it's the very songs he picked. Very Elton John esque with what Elton John's doing, mashing old with new. Yes. And it was a, okay, it, got it, it. That's a that's really cool. He did another one with a Black Sabbath song, and I think a Devo song. I mean, yeah. all the stuff you don't expect. So that sure. got the crowd all pumped up. I was a sad little. My friend Shirlyn had my uh, lucky uh, horseshoe, and she was winning everywhere. Oh, so you know what it feels like. How do you like it? Because well, you always win. <laughs> Lori, always let, let me wins. tell you this. So It's I, not fun being a loser. But here's what happened. <laughs> so I always go with, for whatever reason, 300 is all I can feel comfortable losing. Mm-hmm. I'm a cheap gambler. What can I say? Did you borrow 100 from her? No. Julia, I woke up on Friday morning. No, Saturday morning, and I had won a little bit, and la- and I looked in my wallet, and I had $80 left, and I thought, oh, how am I going to stretch it out? I'm here for then two more days. I look in my suitcase, and what is in my car, in my bag? A card from Casey with a $100 bill. Aww. Oh, he's so nice. Guess who came home with $250? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, <laughs> so I love... He is... That is... It honest just, to God, honestly, you guys make me sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's so thoughtful and gross. He's just like... He's like, roller I girl, mean, I'm wishing you all the luck. Dirt Diggler. And it was a Chris Honey. And it gave me a whole new sense of repurpose... Because then I had 180. That's way better to gamble with than just 80. Yes, and oh, then yeah. I went and then I won a couple of $75 jackpot, and then I ended up gambling and coming home with the, you know, That's I so only cool. really losing $50. So I was like super happy about it. Of your own money. Yes, and of my own money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, so I did is... lose some money, but you not know. Not really. Yeah, no, it was not all, too other bad. people's money, our favorite type to gamble I with. In case he goes, do you still have that $100 bill? I go, mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. But no, it's mine. Oh, yeah, went 100%. Anyway. Oh, so it was cute. super fun, and Vegas was packed, packed, packed. Mm-hmm. And, and it was nice weather, except for the wind. Hot except winds. the yeah. windy day. Yeah. And, uh, but you yeah, have very crowded and. Um, Super fun. Yeah, really. Did you do any derby stuff? Because we had some people oh. over for the derby. That was fun. And two fills. Oh, our guy came nice. in second place. Yes. Can't believe that. And uh, that was our pick. Yes. And um, it, Mage. it was, came from behind. So I sure, call it Madge, of course. Yeah, but it's Mage. Mage. <laughs> so Sherlyn and I are down at the pool on Saturday. And we're going over. We have restaurant reservations over at the Venetian. I said, we got to be in the sports book at 3.30. Yes. I've never been in Vegas for the derby. i got to see what the sports right. book is like, we got there, lucky right away, we get a bar stool post, some wow. guy just left. and Of course you did. I know. I'm honest, <laughs> honest, honest to be, you have no idea. It's, and then, this is only after she got the first parking spot because someone just left. <laughs> I, yeah. And it didn't rain on her, it rained on me because she had the first parking I spot. I have a bar stool genie, I don't know. And she's... You have a genie all of everywhere. So anyway, I'm like, whoo, because, you know, uh, it's Sherlyn is short. Yes. And it was wall-to-wall people. And about five minutes before post time, they turned Everything. every one of the televisions. Now, yeah. that's like, I don't know, is it 50? They had one TV with the basketball. Oh, I bet okay. you that was one guy that wagered probably like two fifty or two hundred fifty thousand on that game. Every and like, other one changed, and I have never, <laughs> I've never seen that. I but never, we've never been there for a Super Bowl or something like no, that. No, nothing yeah. like that. 
people were on tables. They were screaming. They were pounding their did, fi- uh, did many people pick Madge? Uh, well, I could tell the couple people who did because <laughs> of how hard they were leaping up right. in the air and screaming and yelling. And Sherlyn was just looking at me. It's and she's so like, fun. And then we saw ladies that had these little bags and they opened the bag and their hats popped out and they were huge. Nice. They were oh. like fold up, pop up hats. And <laughs> I took out the derby hats. You did, for yeah, the yeah, game yeah. That was over. Cool. Yeah. It is I, the most oh, yeah. exciting. It is, and minutes. I was going through some junk yesterday, and I found our derby credentials. Chris Pine was the only hot celeb there that we missed. Oh, okay. Um, he looking looking good, but we, Lori and I, went twice. It is. It's fun. It's oh, fun. Man, yeah. that's cool. It's fun. Yeah, so, but so fun. Yeah, good so for it you. was just like a a great weekend yeah. in Vegas. And the B fifty two still rock. They still Love I it. mean, I couldn't believe how great their voices sounded with their live you know, their band. They were not singing over a track. Good. I yeah. love it. Yeah, and I, the chicks were over at Planet Hollywood. They go back and forth between Donna Miranda, said- Keith. Urban and the chicks take turns. Donna went to it. Yeah. And she said it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a so lot of shows. Oh, gosh. I mean, there God. everything was going on. Every so marquee glad. had somebody playing. Nice. Yeah. Oh, what a what a weekend. Yeah, it, it was super fun. All right, I'm sorry I hogged all the weekend That's okay. came to fame. But I think it was a big you, one. It, yours beat ours. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm just going to say. Yeah, definitely. Did. did you want to talk about cleaning out your garage like I did? <laughs> no, that's pretty much what I did. I did yard work, so we're yeah. good. <laughs> you guys are ahead of me on that department. <laughs> you would never do it even if it came up, That's Lori. true, Julia. All right. <laughs> I know you. I know. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's Lori and Julia here with Learning Our Ex. And okay, now that we are May, in May, the end of school is in sight. And if you are uh, really uh, determined, committed, um, a fervent believer in that you are not going to have such a hard year with your your kid this year, make the um, commitment to take the one-hour assessment. Have your kid go into a Learning Rx Center. There's seven and take the assessment and see what is going on and talk to them about what their program can offer you. Yep. Just if, don't. Don't spend another summer paying for a tutor. Yes, exactly. Get to the root cause or of the issue. Or going to summer school. Yeah, go to get to the root cause of the issue. Call Learning RX today for your one-hour assessment. It's half price when you mention Lori and Julia. Their number is 952-949-6900. People gain um, so much by going through their reading program. It works, people. Call them today. Let's just say um, not you're, you're not a tiny dancer, but you like to dance. And you like to go to concerts, and you like Miss Jackson. Uh, all week, we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Janet Jackson's Together Again tour with special guest Luda Chris at Excel Energy Center on Tuesday, May 30th. Tickets are on sale now. Um, we're going to be playing this later in our show. Now is not the time to call for the yeah, tickets. Fill in the lyrics mm-hmm. for this fill one. In the it's lyrics. too big of a yep. ticket for Miss Jackson. It is, Nasty. and we're gonna uh, take callers three, four, five, and six. All um, right. So to start, but not, not now. right now. Not now. No. Later not in the now. show. Right now, we have to discuss. Oh boy, the book, the memoir. Yeah, we have to discuss uh, Britney Spears. We learned about a month ago her uh, manuscript, and she's got a, a co. You know, she's got a ghostwriter, this guy by the name of Sam Lansky, who's a big deal in the ghostwriting world. 
And, and um, a well-known author on his own. Yes, yeah. he is. But he's worked he's, with a lot of yeah. musicians. So her her memoir, which reportedly Simon & Schuster spent $15 million for, was turned in to Simon & Schuster. And in the vetting process, um, lawyers for quote-unquote two major Hollywood stars have sent letters to Simon & Schuster detailing legal concerns over what Britney has written about them. And uh, there's no movement at the moment uh, because what's happened is that they sent legal letters, strongly worded legal letters, Mm -hmm. over what Britney is sharing. Mm -hmm. So who are these two Hollywood stars that are quaking in their boot? Well, apparently they had previously unreported affairs that the public did not know about with Britney. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, in the vetting of the book, anybody that's named by name, Simon Schuster, Schuster has to attorneys. reach out yep. to them and let them know. And, and verify the story or just let them know. Yeah, Did she sign an NDA? You right, know, right, it seems right. like, okay, so there's a fair amount of people, and I take exception to this wording from page six, of Britney throwing people under the bus, talking about past relationships, some who, of whom will be revealed for the first time ever. We just had Gwyneth Paltrow describe yes. Ben yes. Affleck as technically good. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> A cruel compliment if I ever heard one. I know. Anyway, <laughs> is it throwing someone under the bus when you're just telling, telling your story? story? But they could be guys who are married, right. have long-term girlfriends. Were married at the time. Married at the time. And here's another quote. Brittany lived her life in the public eye, yes, but there are relationships and people she had encounters with who she managed to keep under the radar, including some massive film names and people from the music world. Okay, so the other... Th- so who knows Who knows those names? Please well, start gossiping. Please. Call us. Please. Um, so here's one, Lori. So here's the thing. So this book is such a big deal. Kirkus Review on the 13th of April. Um, let it be known. So what's today's date? The 8th of May. May, yeah. So they've been doing this vetting for what? Three weeks? Or so? Simon and Schuster. Simon Schuster. Yes. Yeah. Simon Schuster. No, but Kirkus Review said the book is turned in and she has completed her memoir. It's done. People were really looking forward to it. It's Britney's story of triumph. Mm-hmm. It'll cover her most vulnerable moments. And why do I think that Britney was a journaler and a dear diary girl? I really do. Well, we knew it. She wrote it because she wrote, she wrote Dear, dear diary. diary. And we read her letters back yeah, in the day. On her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I've got a Ford. Yeah, but you would read them. Yes. She kept her journals and. um, So here are some of the names. Okay, okay, tell us some of the names. Okay, so when we talk about this, you know, she said a lot about Justin Timberlake, but there could be more. Absolutely. And we know he's a bleep boy. Yeah, there could be a lot lot more more. there. But there's not going to be anything that he would be able to legally not let her write about. Correct. Because he. Was so out loud. He went on a radio station and said he yes, took he her did. virginity. Yes, and he wrote a song about it. Yeah, he doesn't it. have yeah. a leg to stand on, and that's from the School of Law and Order. There you go, but that's just <laughs> one thought. If anyone has a thought, call us yeah. 651-641-1071. And of course, we'll know right, uh, she'll write about the devastating impact and all the shenanigans with the conservatorship, because that's of course. 13 of her 40 years. Of course. Okay, Jared Leto, she might add a little something-something with. I don't feel like he would mind being... I don't think so either. She did have a thing with Colin Farrell, but we knew about that. I don't remember. This is one that I don't remember, In 2003. Okay, what happened there? Just It was just a short, wonderful... She dated for... Had a thing for a second with Fred Durst, which whoever won... Everyone did. Yeah, is that... Counting Crows. Counting Crows. And if you saw... Not Counting Crows. Fred Durst. Oh, he's that's married right. to he's Lincoln Park. Park. He's Lincoln Park. Oh, Lincoln Park. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yep. Charlie Ebersol, who is the son, son of the executive of Dick Dick Ebersol, the tennis guy mm-hmm. and on then, NBC Sports. Yeah. But we knew that she dated him, so we did. We yeah, we did. We are looking for the this this celebrity clients that are hiding under a rock and we need to know what's going on because it's britney's time biatches i'm sorry (laughs) and i'm thinking okay so when she was with kevin federline for quite a while yeah i mean so this is all and she was with him in 2008 so this is late 90s early 2000s yes and and simon and schuster okay this is from a source in Close to Simon and Schuster. Okay. Brittany is brutally honest in the book. There are a lot of nervous A letters, A letters, A listers, strongly worded legal letters have been sent to the publishers by people who know Brittany and fear what she's written. What if she's gotten letters from people she didn't write about because she forgot about them? And they're like, why didn't you write about that? Okay, that's so funny. funny. And then the other thing, the other thing that's kind of being thrown out there is, you know, her A-list friends, she's friends, you know, who were at her wedding. So you had Madonna. I don't think she'd ever worry about anything. I mean, what no, could no. it be? If this, it was... this is about people Brittany had relationships with or one night stands with. Okay, got it. These are lovers. Lover, okay, lovers. These are lovers. 100% lovers. These are 100% lovers. The other thing uh, is that apparently Ryan Murphy has talked with Brittany or her people about doing a series like uh, like they did with O.J. Simpson and uh-huh. the, a, a true life story where... Um, you know, Sarah Paulson can p- play Jamie Spears. Evan Peterson, <laughs> Evan Peters can play K Feds. I don't know. That's kind of yeah. But anyway, who knows? Uh, I think that's all too soon. But I'm just 
delighting in the fact that all these people that had things with Britney sending their letters and a a listers, a listers, a lister. All right, people it, who are nervous about what she would write, true. like oh. she so and so introduced her to uh, bondage and spanking, and she didn't like it. Yes, that oh, kind of stuff. Oh my god, this is so good. Oh, we're not scared, Brittany. We're thrilled for you that you're just I show yourself. I wish we. I don't even have an ankle. I well, I know it because they're basically saying we don't know about any of these people, right? But they're a listers. Wow. All right. Yes. TBD. Hey, gang. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And David and the great team over at First Equity are just... When he tells us that he's always working, he's always working, you know, because I ran into him going to Vegas. And, I mean, at the airport, he's sitting there working on some things. The next morning I saw him, he said, yeah, I'll see you out there, but I've got some things I've got to get back to people are I mean they are so committed to customer first and helping you come up with the right solution and you're right that is exactly it and giving you options and um no question is a dumb question where I remember when I first got my first mortgage I didn't even know what the word meant I just (laughs) meant I had no idea I thought this is how you get the money but why do they call it a mortgage Mortgage, instead of a loan I mean, it's just weird, but no question's a dumb question. They are fantastic to work with the entire team at First Equity. Keyword, David at my talk. Oh, you know, we had to get to it. Big hats, small hat, weird hats, cool hats. Charles was <laughs> crowned king. And what does everyone wear to a celebrate a 74-year-old man getting a fancy new hat and a job? Well, we've posted the fashion for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A whole lot of hats and a whole lot of whimsical fascinators. We've got um, a little bit from Gail King. I thought CBS did the most succinct put together of all the festivities because, you know, it was on at like one or two in the morning, our time here. So everything was just like on delayed and all that stuff. So here we go. So how was your weekend? I'll bet it wasn't as good as King Charles, who has now been wearing the crown for 48 hours now. But Britain's coronation weekend continues today. It's a public holiday with a day of volunteering. Charles and Queen Camilla were crowned on Saturday. See how happy they look. The new king was celebrated in song last night with a star-studded concert. Holly Williams saw it all in London. It couldn't have been any more British. Pomp, pageantry, and pouring rain. Inside Westminster Abbey, the moment for which King Charles waited 70 years. Your Majesty, will you solemnly promise and swear to govern the peoples of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland? I solemnly promise so to do. St. Edward's crown, weighing nearly five pounds, was finally lowered onto his head. God save the king! The new heir to the throne, Prince William, swore an oath of loyalty. As your liege man of life and limb, so help me God. The king's younger son, Prince Harry, was also there, in the third row back, along with the disgraced Prince Andrew. But Harry's (laughs) wife, Meghan, stayed home in California. Another royal bride, Queen Camilla, once hated here as Charles's mistress, had her moment of crowning glory, quite literally. 
Lining the streets were royal fans. Some had camped out for days to secure a view. I think he's trying to change things to be the king of today. A modern king? Yes, I think he is. There's still overwhelming support in this country for the monarchy, but a growing number want a republic, and they held a protest during the coronation. Not my king! Not my king! Controversially, the police arrested some of them for breaching public order. I don't believe in hereditary monarchy, and I think this is costing a huge amount of money when lots of people are struggling. But the coronation could have been designed to lend the new king the royal mystique of his ancestors. And to celebrate, the royal family threw a party last night at Windsor Castle, getting the American seal of approval from Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. The coronation won't make the royals' problems go away. And this country is still suffering through a cost-of-living crisis, with strikes by nurses and teachers. But they did manage to crown their new king, and it all went off without a hitch. It's funny. Oh, okay, that was, that was funny. Tom <laughs> pageantry and pouring rains. I mean, when William said liege man of life and limb, <laughs> he had to read it off a, a cue card. card. Okay, oh. first of all, <laughs> no, I couldn't stop laughing because Grant texts me. <laughs> I did. I couldn't believe um, it. I mean, it was like no, the king. Lines. The king had to read all of his things and it He's, was that was weird what's he been doing for 70 years <laughs> he could have been memorizing he learned how to speak gaelic for god's sake i know is it gaelic 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 i don't okay, know okay i the I, once I, hated queen i love yeah, that yeah once hated here <laughs> 62 people were arrested arrested uh, it was, I liked, I have to, I'm just going to tell you, here's mm -hmm. what I liked about it. Yeah. I like marching bands. Yeah. So I like marchers <laughs> and order and I like the pageantry yeah. stuff. Yeah. I just do, period. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I um, also, but when I was watching them put the crown on the king's head uh -huh. and knowing it weighed five pounds, I was thinking about how I would feel with a five pound weight on my 11 pound head because that's what heads weigh. <laughs> that's a lot for your neck. She hung on to that Furiously, because she knew her goofy sausage-fingered son is not the one for this job. We'll see how long it lasts. We'll and, see. And the it's so hysterical that Harry in a Dior suit with his military medals, because mm -hmm. Charles wouldn't let him wear his military uniform despite two tours of duty. So he actually looked more regal than everybody in their uncomfortable robes, but. Princess Anne was sitting in front of him with this huge military, like an admiral hat on. Yes, with a huge so, red feather floof that stuck straight out so of the they top. they were not able to sit and do all the body language, lip reading, yes. oh, you know. Yes. Conveniently placed her. But if you looked at the British tabloids, you would have thought it was about Prince Harry. More inches, more words, more columns on Harry and Meghan. If it bleeds, it leads, Laurie. Uh -huh. But it's not bleeding. I know, but you know, yeah. it's, it's more salacious and it's more interesting. I thought... But that would drive... Anyone crazy. It would drive Charles crazy because yes. he'd be just like with his, it's my day. Yeah. Mommy, why can't it be about me? <laughs> well, what I, what I thought was, um, you know, interesting was that they had on, then they go out to the balcony, the big wave that we've seen. It's such a big darn deal. Thank goodness for Louis. Louis. Making the faces. Louis is he, darling. He was the only thing worth Charlotte's watching on that thing. Cape 
was I thought Charlotte and Louie were the best thing. The it was like kids were paint so dry. darling, and I did like watching little one, the older one. What's his name? Louis. No, the oh, old King one. Or Prince George. George. He was so cute holding, holding the robe. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. I really thought that was a sweet touch. I didn't watch it though, Lori. I forgot about it. And then tennis was on, and yeah. the number one lady was so, yeah. playing number two. Person. It was like watching paint dry. It was okay. Bad. It and and William and Kate were late I to the coronation. I was trying to figure out why, <laughs> and they looked like they had been having a fight. Mm-hmm. And even though Queen Camilla wanted to be the only one who wore a tiara or a crown, Kate's Alexander McQueen headband. headband thing or whatever, and she and Charlotte started matching one, looked looked lovely. And the coronation for viewers in the UK. What? How low? 18 million. What oh, was yeah. it? Was like seventy million when their mom did it. But what, what was and it? Be- Princess Diana when yeah. she died was yeah. you know even yeah. higher. Listen, they had a four day weekend. I'm right, just but saying, I will say, you know, long live the queen. Just sounds so much better than long live the king. We're it just, really does because yeah, really, I just think of Henry VIII and Prince. I just think of bad kings and Prince Andrew, who was also seated in third row with Harry. He got to wear. All of his royal robe, the garter robe, the regalia, he's a disgraced. He paid $12 million to a yeah. woman he said he didn't do anything yeah. wrong to. Yeah, no, I no. can't believe they let him wear all the fancy stuff. Okay, just one more thing about the beautiful headband that yeah. Kate and Charlotte, her daughter, wore. Oh, that I, was I thought... Those and we kids, posted all these yeah, photos. I they told you the inspiration was from when the queen got married and her bridesmaids headbands. Mm-hmm. And I went back and looked at the bridesmaids dresses. They are the most gorgeous dresses I've ever seen, and it would be a style to bring back. Yeah, it with was the a, embroidery, right? On but the tooling, the to- yeah, the tooling like across the shoulders that clasp in the middle of like your breasts. Um, you know, right in your cleavage middle yeah. area it looked they were so pretty so pretty yeah yeah it was a it was a funny day i thought Prince <laughs> william looked goofy in his little outfit i really did <laughs> he did and when they changed charles on stage you know in oh, the church Grant, oh oh. Grant was watching it i it, actually tuned in i, I did know. surprising i was just i was up and i'm like you know what i'm gonna throw this on and then when you and I texted each other, when you uh-huh. texted me the cue cards and I saw it, I, I just died. The cue cards, I thought, oh, dear. CBS was so good and snarky oh. yep. with their little report. What, pomp, pageantry, pouring <laughs> rain. <laughs> it was funny. And, and Queen Camilla, once the most hated woman. I know. <laughs> and no, where Prince William sat, third row, next to disgraced Prince, Prince Andrew. Andrew. I mean, they I, just, it's it funny. Was that great. was funny reporting. Was... I really, <laughs> I jazz. really... I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. And um, there people, were 2,200 people in the church. Right. And, and a lot of people complained on Twitter. They were not happy with Katy Perry or Lionel Richie. The sound was Oh, not, I bet it was tricky in that space. It was not good. Yeah. And mm. they didn't, one of them didn't let the other lead Uh-oh. for the sound. Okay. And so Katy wore some big gold ball gown. I was having trouble reconciling. The woman I saw prowling around in a cat suit with kitty ears at First Avenue <laughs> with this lady who looked like Glinda, the good American witch. And she's talking about the very first time she saw Katy Perry was at First Avenue yeah, before wow. she made it big. And you and I were in New York about six months later, and she was all the rage. It You're was like, like 2005 I just, yeah. or so. I went to an all-ages show by myself. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I was the oldest teenager there, and it was just like such a fun show. But I was just looking at her in her beautiful gown, and I'm just like going, wow, a lot has changed in 20 years. Uh Mm -hmm. I'm still going to all-ages shows at First Avenue, and there's Katie. He's still singing. Singing, and people, I did like that Lou. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We and Charlotte. They're darling. Knew that yeah, song. That was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cute. But it was awkward watching old uh, King Charles drum his fat little sausage fingers. It's awkward watching any older people at a concert. You know, that really. I think we'll perform on TV. They're going to be in front of everybody and they're just waving little flags. He doesn't have any rhythm. We've seen him dance in other countries. We know this about him. Okay. A lot of people don't. His rhythm is saved for the bedroom, Julia. Oh, there you go. Okay. (laughs) Look at the time. We got to go. We got to go. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Hi, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. I will just say this, that uh, it had been reported for weeks that Tom Cruise was coming to King Chuck's coronation or would be part of it. He showed up in a video Uh that he taped the same day he taped his video to the MTV movie. (laughs) It's called Tom Cruise uber stunting this is the most you've seen to me in three months we saw him in yes a, yeah uber stunting is right Lori. uber stunting uh, yeah. he, he, he belongs in the sky and he actually said is that the king i mean the king didn't even get his own unique message <laughs> okay he and he said i mean basically you can be my wingman He's, I heard that. Oh, God. To King That's Charles. what he said. Yeah. Anytime you want, you can be my, my wingman. Wing can yeah. you imagine? No. I bet Buckingham Palace didn't even run it past him. No, no. I'm sure. Because he I'm wouldn't sure have I thought that was, to this. Um, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. My wingman, not my yours. Wingman. And Mine. the King's coronation was treated as the same irrelevant MTV Music <laughs> Awards. Where he also <laughs> had to restrain himself from plugging his movie, uh, and he just he did it, in his speech though. In his speech, yep, he did, and then he went to the Grand Prix in Miami, 
And he was standing and flirting with Shakira. Right, Shakira, girl. Shakira. You're in danger, girl. She would never. You don't I know. Did. That was in Miami, right? Yes, yes. Oh, it wow. was. Oh, that's where they did the, the Brad Pitt. Thing. Yeah, they did the Brad Pitt filming for his movie there yes, this weekend. That right. was happening. And apparently, was there. Fry Festival vibes as price gouging for everything from water to sandwiches were. Oh. I, I feel like Fry Festival vibes are happening everywhere. Every, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> well said, Julia. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, $275 yes. nachos, Julia, $250 fruit salad. Yeah. Oh, my word. This was the case, because this is, I think, the second year they've done this one. Yeah. And they it was like that last year, and they had set up special, like, yacht club sections and where, where you it's were... It's just exorbitant pricing. Oh, it yeah. was beyond, beyond. exorbitant. Okay, so I knew that we would want to have a little update on Kevin Costnerville, and it was really the only thing I kind of periodically would look at my phone in between losing or winning money or laughing or (laughs) using funny lines on people. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, so... Did you bring your cards? No, what funny it's, lines. Did no, you, it's not a place. Vegas is not... I don't want to make friends with strangers. No, no, I agree with you, but what kind of funny lines did you use? Oh, well, the best response to you look really familiar. Do you know what that is? No. Well, I do a lot of porn. Oh, oh I was, my God. I, I was going to say, yes. did I boink you? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Well, but, yeah. well, I do do a lot of porn. Then you yes. smile, wink. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. That's a good response. It is. It is a good response. Okay. So Kevin Costner, all we saw him over the weekend, he was at a driving range in St. George, Utah, where he's filming this Western movie, yes. Horizon. Yes. And Paramount announced on Friday morning that Yellowstone, starring Kevin, will end after the upcoming fifth season, yes. which is set to air in November. Yes. If the writers strike it. Big if. Ends. Yes. Big if. Because it has nothing to do with, it, it's not written yet. Mm-mm. So here's what's happened. We have two different sources that have gone to people. A family source told people that while the Yellowstone actor knew Christine was unhappy, her divorce filing came as an unpleasant surprise. I think this is, you know, Camp Christine. Christine wants them, says the family source, Mm -hmm. to spend family time at their Santa Barbara home where Mm -hmm. the kids go to school. During filming, Kevin is not around very much. His absence has been very hard on her. Again, the kids are 12, 14, 16. Very important ages for parenting. Yes. Yep. According to this family source, Christine doesn't want him to throw himself into another project. He's been obsessed with filming Horizon since last year. She wasn't happy about it because it's like a back-to-back movie project. Oh, Oh, that's a long film shoot then, huh? It's back-to-back. Yeah. And then with Yellowstone in there. But Yellowstone isn't in there because he hasn't filmed Yellowstone since last summer. It's all been Horizon. Then a separate entertainment source, otherwise known as Camp PR, Mm-hmm. told people that at times, quote-unquote, Kevin's career has taken precedence over his home life. He hasn't been home for very much for quite some time doing to filming, then the popularity of Yellowstone, and then the time necessary for his other project. He has been in demand. 
all of this excitement and and success over the new project probably took his tension away from his family more than he realized since it didn't look like that would change and it likely could get worse it caused tension at home says the entertainment source then another another Mm -hmm. source said this split has nothing to to do do with yellowstone the two situations are unrelated well, here's probably right in the middle. He probably, but here's the other piece of it. I mean, he was in addition to all of his working and everything that he has going on. He went out and toured with his band last summer. That's correct. So, you know, that takes a toll because flying back to Santa like Barbara, a, you know, he, he was, was like on a six week tour. He was, as I recall, he was in Texas. We talked to him. Um, uh-huh. He was coming. I, I think he was in Iowa. I, yeah, he was. He was, like he was doing the county fair, yes. the fair tours. Yeah. So I just think of all these other ways to get away from home mm-hmm. when you have kids in that. And she wasn't happy about it. I wouldn't. I think that would be hard. That's right. Because it's not easy. Well, to, Mama ain't happy. Nobody's happy. To fly back to California if you're on the East Coast. I mean, that and is Santa a, Barbara, too. It's not toughy. Easy. Well, I'm sure he's a private jet and everything, so Maybe. it doesn't matter where yeah. he flies. Yeah. Santa Barbara's not an easy place to get to. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, her. So, piece, what do you believe out of all of this? I think that he ignored his her, wife. And her telling him, I really, I'm, I'm really very, close to the edge. Yeah. I'm really almost done. I'm done. I don't, I, I don't want to raise our kids by herself. They're 12, 14, and 16. They need their dad. Is right. there a hula dancer anywhere in St. George's, Utah? He's worried about <laughs> Maybe a snowboard skier. Um, I don't think there, I mean, there's no truth to the, you know, that Kevin Costner impregnated somebody no. on the set of Yellowstone. First of all, he had a vasectomy as soon as that third kid was born. I would agree. <laughs> because he had a child in between his three kids with Cindy Silva and this current wife. He, Bridget Rooney, Kate and Rooney Mara's, mm-hmm. Bridget Mara, daughter of Fitz, they have a, ch- a son yes. together, Jack, yes. that we never hear about. Right. 27. So it, he's been clipped. Yeah, that's enough. That makes he's, sense. He's I been think so. I, I, I think you're right about that 100%. I just... So there is no other child. He's married to his job. He might um, live by out-of-town law. I get that. It's like international <laughs> law. Different what happens in international water? I mean, I don't know, but yes... You're right, Julia. If you think that he filmed Yellowstone April, May, and June, and, and then, then went goes on, out the on, the, on the road in July and July August, and I, that's a lot. Do you think Kevin? he could have been intentionally, in a weird way, sabotaging it? No, no. no. I just I think, think that people, he has people he get has, lazy. People, and you know what he was used to. You know, he's the don. You know, the alpha. I mean, he's got all the alpha. He's one that. You know, I mean, people take their partners for granted. But also, okay. he was cooped up during COVID at home, and I remember when we talked to him, he didn't like it. I think that's true. Yeah, and so now he's like just wants to. Evan, how are you? Oh, Hi, Julia. What he wants it's, now? Oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? Oh, <laughs> Cozy up, girl. What See? a little hussy. Cozy up. You could, could have had a chance last year if you weren't a happily married newlywed. <laughs> <laughs> Details. All right, yes. we're going to take a quick break.